Metu Netter, Volume 2, Anuk Ausar, The Kemetic Initiation System, Chapter 4, The Making of the Tree of Life, beginning on page 74, Sphere 3, Seker. Keeping with the metaphoric yet scientific thinking of the Kamau, we can say that the creation of things in as the world begins with the Godhead's exist, exciting into activity the dormant eggs of things. We can paraphrase this by saying that Ausar or Ra speaks the words residing in the third sphere. The words of power which are germinal source of all things are typified by Kephara, the green black beetle that rolls its egg in dung. The creative attribute of God that corresponds to this sphere is Seker or Sekert. In the book of what is in the underworld, the fourth hour of the night belongs to Seker. It is evo- it is enveloped in such darkness that not even the light of Ra, considered the greatness of all lights, can penetrate it. The darkness, of course, corresponds to a chief condition of the conception that germination process which takes place in a circle called the Anket Keferu, life of creations. This life of creations is composed of 50 words of power, which are combined in as many ways as possible to give rise to all events in the world. These are the 50 gates of Bana, the 50 skulls making up the necklace of Kali, the 50 words of power distributed through the six lower chakras and repeated in the top chakra, the Sashara, as the activation of the creative words of things take place in this sphere. Herein is found the great serpent of Nehebeb, Neheb Kau. This spiraling activity generates, as shown earlier, the patterns of nature. In their totality, they make up the divine plan, the Sekher Netter. The six acts of creation. Now that Netter has brought itself and its creative faculties out of the subjective realm, the process of creation can begin. But before physical reality can be created, there is a need for the bringing forth of the attributes of God that will act as the governors and administrators of the physical world. The creation of the celestial government. The first act of creation, sphere four, ma'at. The first act of creation which corresponds to the fourth sphere of the tree of life is the framing of the divine law, ma'at, that that will govern the physical world and the psyche of man. These laws are generated by the spiral-related patterns of nature created by the creative words that were activated by the interaction of Tehuti and Sekert. These laws differ from man-made laws in that they are the demands for compliance with the natural purpose of things and their relationship and interdependence with other things and the whole. Underlying these are the principles of duality and equilibrium. For example, that we don't live underwater as fish due to the dual relationship between biological makeup and 
and our living environment. The same holds true for all of our biological functions. An unbiased study of our biological makeup in regards to our digestive system will reveal that our diet is by nature vegetarian. It is dictated by the nature of our teeth, which would include fangs where we meat eaters, where fangs we were we meat eaters. We should surely relish the sight of raw blood and the act of biting into a jugular of a quivering pigeon as its blood drools down the side of our mouth. Like all other carnivores, we would not be threatened by the infection from eating raw meat and so on. Following an animal diet will not only jeopardize our health, as our studies have shown, it will also deny us of our realization of our divinity, which cannot be attained as long as our ancestors are guided by irrationality. We will later see that before we can rise above the fourth sphere of the tree to fully utilize the spiritual powers of the third sphere, Seker, and avail ourselves of the light of our wisdom faculty and so on. We must pass the judgment test of living truth. At the fourth sphere governed by Ma'at, other components of divine law are interrelationship and interdependence. Examples of interrelationship can be seen in the relationship of the positive and negative charges of the atom, male and female sexual organs, electrical electrical jacks and sockets, screw and screwdriver, and so on. Interdependence and interrelationship are exhibited in the relationship between the various elements of an ecosystem, food chain, male-female relationship, and so on. The second act of creation, sphere five, Hekahuti, Heru Kahuti, the laws that govern the activities of the forces of nature are enforced by the aspect of God called Heru, Kahuti, dweller in the Behut. Heru, Kahuti has been rendered as Heru of the two horizons. Heru corresponds to the divine intelligence in charge of ensuring that events in the world proceed according to divine law and not by blind activity of physical energies. As such, it corresponds to the will, but here is the scope of action is magnified to the superlative degree as expressed in the appellation of the two horizons by quote of the two horizons is meant by the activity of the divine intelligence extends over the entire visible world. We must always be alert in dealing with comedic symbolism, which includes just about every commonplace object into its vocabulary and conceptual bank. The horizon is a symbol of the dividing line between the waking conscious symbolized by the visible world by day and the subconscious realm symbolized by the night. Heru Kahuti is therefore the intelligence that cuts off or divides as shown in his allied symbols. The lower world of animality and subconscious activity from the upper world of humanity, conscious activity, and divinity. The word kahuti also contains kahoot, which, as we have seen, means brilliance, splendor, illumination. Thus, another rendition of heru kahuti is heru of double splendor or light. Implicit in the idea of light is, of course, the fire that it generates. 
So Heru of the double fire is another rendition. In fact, it best fits the correspondences of intelligence. The most famous and widely accepted ideas associated with this intelligence were worked out in the city of Edfu or Behutet, where is the where it was the patron of blacksmiths. The netter Heru Kahuti was there depicted as a hawk headed or lion headed man carrying a spear with a head of iron in one hand and an iron chain in the other. In most celebrated deeds was the defeat in the battle of the set of the archetype of evil and his confederate. He was also in possession of two great psychic weapons. These were conceptualized as the fire-spitting cobra goddess Nehebet and Uachet. In this function, he was symbolized as the solar disk with the two cobras projecting from each lower side. The function of, the in, of this intelligence can be summarized as the protector of the divine order, Ma'at, upon which Ra depended for his existence in the work of creator and sustainer of the world. His method was brute force. The third act of creation, Sphere 6, Heru, the intelligence that cuts off the lower from the upper realms of the world is followed appropriately in a system of order by an intelligence that shares in both realms. Thus, it is possible for Eru to be in the lower world, but to be of the upper, which allows it to, which allows it to function as the coordinator of the activities of various divine intelligences and energies behind physical events. Like Heru Kahuti, Heru is responsible for maintaining the order of the world against the blind activity of the physical forces. Lacking the redoubled light and fire, thou hot-headedness of Heru Kahuti, Heru is receptive to being guided by truth, ma'at, and wisdom, Tahuti. It achieves its functions not in battle, but through the sanctioning power of the will. Its activity in the world is analogous to the will of man, which acts by accepting or rejecting courses of actions based on understanding. To carry this function out, it is appropriately placed at the geometric center of the tree of life, which, like the center of psycho, makes it equidescent, thus symbolically impartial to all functions of the tree, analogous to the point on the circumference. We must also note that the tree also has a mathematical center. This is Heru Kahuti. Those functions as a mathematical divide can be expressed as followed. Zero, one, two, three, four, five in the middle, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. As important point, an important point to consider is the difference in the origins of Heru and Heru Kahuti. While Heru is the product of the interaction of Ausar and Auset, Heru Kahuti is the son of Ra. The meanings of these origins will become clear in future chapters. It is important to note that this distinction is at this point to dismiss the common era Egyptologists who fail to see that the essential differences between Heru and Heru Kahuti. The creation of these celestial workers, 
Now that the means of establishing and maintaining order are in place, the supreme being proceeds to create the faculties so-called deities that are directly in charge of the work of creating physical entities and events. The fourth act of creation, sphere seven, Het Heru. Next is created by the faculty through which the designs of the various species of beings will take place. This is the Het Heru, the divine artistic and inventive faculty. It creates images which acts as matrices or molds or wombs or containers that guide the activity of physical forces to their work of organizing physical matter into objects. The fifth act of creation, sphere eight, Sebek. While the preceding faculty functions on the images of things hence whole, this faculty, Sebek, focuses on their parts. By varying them, in, it creates the distinction that differentiates each member of a species from one another. The sixth act of creation, sphere nine, outset. This faculty serves as a womb that collects and unifies the influences from the preceding faculties to create the egg or embryo, so to speak, of the specific physical thing to be. This egg or vehicle is the soul an image of the thing, its ka, because of this function, the this intelligence is called the great mother goddess or mother of all living. Herein ends the creation of the elements of the nominal world or division of the objective realm. Along with subjective being classified at zero, these nine creative faculties of Netter work together to create the phenomenal division of the objective realm or the, or the physical world. The seventh act of creation, sphere 10, Geb. The last act of creation which involves the creation of the physical world from photon to the most complex molecule, its creation distinguished from the nine faculties of the tree because it is the effect of the activities of the nine faculties. The main purpose is implicit in the nature of the or original state of Netter's being, such or which is undifferentiated and imperceptible. Physical matter is the extreme and antithesis of the subjective state. It corresponds to the achievement of complete differentiation and manifestability of matter and being. Mediation on the sequence of the spheres from the top down reveals a gradual progression of qualities from the undifferentiated to the full differentiation of the tenth sphere. The physical plane thus corresponds to the state of energy matter that allows for the differentiation of the supreme being into the creatures of the world. We will recall the words of the creator according to the book of knowing the creations of Ra, quote, I was alone, not born were they, not had I emitted Shu, not had I emitted Tefnut. I brought into my mouth my own name, that is to say, a word of power, and I, even I came into being in the form of things which came into being, and I came in the forms of the Creator. End quote. The beginning and end of this quote tell the whole story. God was alone. 
and thus had no experiences. It therefore created through words of power itself, not only as a creator, but as the things it created. One of the greatest quests of the spiritual life is the understanding that God dwells in the center of every physical formation. This fact is not recognized by most people because of their inability to distinguish between the essence of a thing and its expression as followed by the form in which it dwells, i.e., while the essence of a dog's being is the same for man, the two forms allow for different expressions of the same indwelling essence God. Would Vladimir Howritz sound the same on a spinet piano in the living room as he would on a concert grand in the concert hall? Here ends the reading, chapter 4 on page 80.